Well, good morning, or good evening, or good afternoon, whenever you are listening to this recording. Um, just want to be a word of encouragement, even though we talk about a lot of serious things on here. Um, it's like getting a diagnostic description of problems to identify what's going on in the moment to have the proper interventions to deal with that problem, right? So this is not a, um, a place where the mindset is, this is all going on. No, these are some things that we need to know about and deal with. And in particular, today, again, we're talking about attacks on the church. Why? 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 It's a growth plan. Yes. Most of us connected are uh, connected to a church in some way, somehow. And church as a structure, as a network of people, as prophets and apostles and pastors and teachers in the body of Christ is used to help us mature and grow. And one of the things attacking that system is the false Holy Spirit. It is like, how, how, how can I change a nation? I can change a nation by not worrying about any of the people in the nation. I can just start teaching the children, right, at a young age, uh, between four and seven or three and seven or two and seven. And eventually, as they become older, the whole nation has changed. Well, Satan has attacked the church systematically, strategically, by infusing it with a false Holy Spirit any place and everywhere where he can. I mentioned on one of the recordings about the Azusa revival in Los Angeles and how it came apart. It came apart because as the leaders of that group were trying to be sensitive to let any anybody do anything in that church, Eventually, people came in saying they were being moved by the Spirit and were actually being moved by a false Holy Spirit. One lady in particular ingratiated herself and grafted, grafted herself into that church and ministry and took over the mailing list of that revival and changed the address of the donations and responses and I mean, took over the ministry. Other people had come to try to help um, uh, Pastor Seymour, who was running the ministry, to, to get more organization, organization and structure in place and discernment of the false and true Holy Spirit. And um, he was not open uh, to a lot of the those who came. Maybe they approached him the wrong way, whatever. But... Eventually, the enemy was able to come in falsely pretending to be the true and destroy it totally. That's the Kundalini spirit. When this false Holy Spirit comes in, he makes you feel good. He makes you feel like you, you have fire all in your body. But every physical sensation is not necessarily from God. Remember, right after Adam and Eve sinned, they immediately felt different, right? This false Holy Spirit will give you dreams and prophecies and a supernatural anointing. However, after a while, that same false Holy Spirit 
would turn on the person and lead them in a path of destruction and eventually death. Why? It is because that's the devil's job assignment. He's on a mission to do what? To kill, steal, and to destroy. That's what he does all the day, all day, every day, any day, period. Even when Satan is doing something good, he's only doing it good in order to do more, much more damage later on, like he did with his uh, relationship with Jesus trying to get him to do wrong. Satan quoted scripture, good scriptures, even though he took it out of context. But he's like, hey, I'm quoting the scripture just like you. But he's only doing good in order to do much more damage later on. He only does good to move your confidence and trust away from God. And then when you're trusting in the flesh, that's when he makes his move. That is the bad news. However, in Jesus, there's good news, so much good news. The love of God constrains us. The love of God draws us to his side. The love of God works to find all of his sheep and bring them in. The love of God is there leading us into repentance and leading us into deliverance. For God so loved the world that he gave. That is the key. God loves people, even those who are caught up in confusion and delusion. And as a result of his love for people, he has given me and you, what? A ministry of reconciliation, a ministry of deliverance. We are to share his love with people. Let them know that in God, he wants to draw them in and help them, not to hurt them and push them away. Well, you say, Pastor, you, you're saying I'm a minister? Yes, we are all ministers. Ministry is not just what happens in the pulpit in four walls. Anyone you come in contact with, ministry. Someone you smile at today. Well, you can't smile because you're buying a mask. But you say some kind words, right? You bless people. You, you become salt into an unsavory situation. You become a peacemaker, right? You become somebody who says, hey, let's pray about this. Let's believe God. Let's trust God. Yes, God is a help and helper and is somebody who provides strength. You encourage people. And then they say, hey, this is going on. Oh, we can pray about that. We can unite together and together defeat the devil in Jesus' name. Father God, thank you for first filling us with your love so we don't give up, so we don't let go. And thank you for making us extensions of your love so we can help others not to give up and not to let go in Jesus. Mighty name we pray, amen. Thank you, Lord.